the Doc Pound segment of the show where we're going to be discussing Alex Wright and his journey through the NFL. We will have guests to come on and we have a lot of surprises in store for you guys. In this segment, we'll be announcing giveaways and their winners. Tune in each time um, the podcast airs so that you will miss, you won't miss anything. As well as follow our group page on Facebook, um, The Right Fan Club, and we'll leave a link in the description below. So on, on our first episode, um, we're going to announce our first giveaway. We're doing two rounds of gas bars, and you'll have to enter on the 17th, and the cutoff for entering it will be the 21st. Yes. So now you have, all you have to do is comment. Um, and like the the, um, the posting of our podcast, for our podcast, and um, we'll go back and check it out. And we'll announce the winner um, on the 21st, okay? Yeah, and if you want to call in and be a guest, send us a message on Facebook or email us. We'll have, we'll have all of those linked below. And we want to have you on the show. We want to talk about Alex Wright and the NFL and what's going on in the NFL. So that's all for now. Thank you for watching and let's get back to the show. Thank you all. Welcome. Hello. (laughs) Welcome to our very first episode of Beyond the Whistle podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you decided to be here with us, and we are so appreciative. We're so excited. This podcast will be for the football fan who doesn't know that much about football, just like us, but we can still chat about it. We can still talk about it. Um, each week, we'll talk about football adjacent topics that yeah. are interesting and cool. And my name is Hannah. And I am Sydney. And we are Pick Science members, and we're going to be starting this podcast. Today, we have a very, very, very special guest. Her name is Indy Jones. She's my sister. Hi, everybody. Hi, Welcome. we're so excited to have you. You look gorgeous. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so tell everyone who you are and what you do. Um, yes, my name is Indy Jones. I um creator, founder of Bougie Soul, which is um my food brand, um, my baby. Um, I started about almost five years ago now. Um started catering, left my corporate job, um, started catering, cooking and all the things stopped catering. That became like a, a lot for me, like catering. I don't know why people think that catering is so cool or try to make it seem like it's so fun. It's not. So I stopped catering. Um, it's a little stressful. Um, simultaneously, my collard green rolls at that time kind of just took off and that has been just the spotlight of my company. I use organic, natural, um, farm to table type of, um, scenario, um, fresh ingredients, um, natural ingredients, all the things like 
I try not to use harmful cooking oils, like grass-fed butter, just things like that. I think it's very important that, you know, we continue to eat soul food. We continue to eat the food that, you know, we grew up on, what our forefathers created this, you know, this cuisine. But I think we can incorporate healthier ingredients and it can taste the exact same, if not better. Um, I think we get afraid when we hear like healthy, we think that that means like it's, it lacks flavor and it doesn't have to, you just have to be very mindful and do research on what kinds of like different ingredients and usually like usually using fresher ingredients, you know, it helps your food taste a lot better. So, um, so yeah, that's a little bit more about bougie soul. Um, I actually have a, my nine to five, I'm still in corporate. I kind of went back. I, I missed the fashion world. Um, I've been in the fashion industry for about 10 years now. Um, I developed fabric for, um, I actually just got a new offer with this new company. Um, yeah, thank you. Developing raw materials, um, specifically textiles and trims like hardware and like, um, elastics and, um, like hook and eyes and bras and like, un- like the underwires and stuff like that. People don't realize like you have to develop all that stuff. So yeah, that's my, um, that was like, yeah, fashion is like my other passion. Wait, round of applause for that. Let's yes. Thank you. She brings the thought. <laughs> <laughs> bring the flavor. Stop, <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> Love it. Love that. Well, thank you so much for being here. I know we're going to have a really good, fun episode today. Um, We're going to talk about fashion. We're going to talk about music a little bit. We're going to talk about how they kind of intertwine. And we're just going to have fun. Like, go from the 70s all the way up to nowadays. So this is going to be a two-part episode. Okay. Oh, this one will be about the 70s and 80s. And then we're going to move on to the 90s, 2000s, 2010s. So stick around. We're going to we're going to go through all the motions. Um so let's start with some 70s music to get us kind of going, 70s and 80s music. Um and yeah, let's just vibe out for a minute. I'm down. Yes. This seems like it wasn't that far long ago. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> We just gotta remember. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) This is like the barbecue, definitely on your barbecue playlist, right? Yeah, this is like family reunion. And this will this episode will air in September, so it's weird Mm -hmm. it it matches. It just oh, takes yeah. you back to good times. <laughs> yes. It really does. Still good music. <laughs> yeah. My mom likes to prince around the house listening to things like this, like as she mops and wipes the cabinet. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> music for sure. Yes. <laughs> Everyone was definitely happy during this era too, which is mm. something that I like to think about. We're wanting to come back to that. Hopefully, like, well, that's what we're doing here, bringing us back to all that, that joy. 
Yes. Having fun again. Yes. <laughs> now this song. Yes. <laughs> I just like want to start dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Every show choir did this. <laughs> 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 it was hard to complete. This is my part. <laughs> <laughs> The mirror. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. How many times has this song been sampled? <laughs> Wait, what movie was this on? It was, was it? It's not Johnson. Oh, it's um, Roll Bounce. Roll Bounce. Yeah. Yes. 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 Roll Bounce. Yes. 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 Oh, this is my song. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it cute. You know, this is like educational. Where <laughs> um, we can let it all out. And, yes. Uh, I don't know if kids are going to be watching and listening. Maybe, but it's okay. <laughs> you know, they use this song. Um, it, it was on a trend on TikTok. And, and they kept the beginning. I ain't got no money. Oh, yeah. and, like, <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> Everything just circulates around. Like, it's crazy. Oh, TikTok. Yeah. In the debate of Prince versus Michael Jackson, do you go? Ooh. Ooh I, I, I'm sorry, but I always have to go with Prince. I know that's, like, controversial, but... No, I, I think a lot him. of... I think a lot of people actually use Prince over... I love Prince. Yes. Purple Rainer. But like, I like like Prince's like mindset towards aging. And like, he, he's had me since that moment. The moment that I, just, like, I saw him like, um, saw a clip of him saying that like, forget forget your age and you're seeing forever. I said, say less. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm yours. <laughs> yes. And also, I guess they're both equal in the sense of like fashion. They both have. Yes, I was going to say that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Actually, I think that's a good transition. Let's talk about that. Yeah. About like Prince, his fashion. I mean, he's a fashion icon as well as yeah. my fashion with the like, well, Prince more so just because he was, it was so like crazy at the time. I feel mm -hmm. like we're not expecting him to dress like that. And um, yeah, so how do, what are our thoughts on that? You stepped out in kitten heels, you know? Yes. <laughs> I said. And black eyeliner. Yeah. And I had the biggest crush on him at like, in middle school. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, 
I I love that. Like, I love how it, it's just like you just t- go outside of your comfort zone and you just wear what you want to wear. Like, I just yeah. love that. And there's no like, and he wasn't afraid, especially during a time that being open and, you know, with your sexuality, like either way was still not like acceptable. So the fact that like he didn't care, like, you know, like he loved women, whatever, but he wore whatever he wanted to. And women were still attracted to him. Like falling weak to their knees, like (laughs) screaming, screaming, crying. I I definitely would have been that girl for sure. Had I been like (laughs) old enough. (laughs) air running down your face. Yes, literally. <laughs> yeah. The crazy things he wore, like. And I mean, wow, like iconic. Very. I mean, Michael Jackson was, like you said, like equal, equally like a fashion icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Breaking um, barriers, doing things not many people saw, and then really in the seventies, I. I think um, was more of like self-expression mm-hmm. so is like 80. And so is Michael Jack, like eighties, but in the seventies, it's like people finally started just like doing what they wanted to do. Yeah. Right. Make love, not, pe- not war. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not conforming to society's norms and things like that. Exactly. Like, like, that's the vibe that I truly enjoyed the most with both of them. It's like, you know, just finding a better way to express yourself and then getting it into the minds of other people. Because if they see it, then they're more comfortable coming out to to doing themselves. You know, do you. Right. You know, no judgment, just like doing you. Yes. That was a really good era. My goodness. And, you know, people accept it. Like, it's so Mm -hmm. crazy because it's like, we're so, sometimes we're so afraid to just kind of do it. But mm-hmm. people accept it regardless because it looks cool. Like you're yeah. cool because you love it and you, it looks good on you. So, and that was like during like wasn't there a war going on or this was post war as well? So yeah, I think, I think he, it Vietnam. I don't know. Yeah, I think it might have been Viet. Was it Vietnam? Or is that after? Is that before? I don't know. I think it was. It was a war though. <laughs> no, there was definitely a war. <laughs> No, I'm actually like the biggest history geek, but for some yeah. reason it's I'm not remembering what war it is. No, I think it was Vietnam. Yeah, Harvard. I think it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah Forrest, was Gump. Forrest Gump. Do you remember? Yeah. Yes. I think that was that was the same. Yeah, maybe. Whatever war it was, everyone regardless, like people were just over it. Like I think it was one of those. Yeah, like we were stepping into the era of being expressive, being ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bigger picture, like, was, yeah, like we need to be a peaceful, you know, nation, a peaceful a world, um, not afraid to express love and like humbleness and gratitude. Um, there's so, like, what if, like, the, the fashion of all of it, like, of all of it? So, like, what if, like, we, we're seeing the times like how we're jumping back into that time of being through like the clothes we're wearing and then like you know and now it's all just being revealed again so like all that stuff is just coming right back at us i don't know my yeah. mind goes there sometimes like it's 
everything's going in a circle until like we find some um dissolve and everything. <clears throat> yeah. Um it's interesting because I think too, like with us being kind of locked down, even loosely now, we we kind we kinda are like I mean, a lot of us are working from home, so like, you know, we don't really have to go out. Um, we're still ordering groceries and stuff. Like we're just we've kind of like adapted this new like life. Mm-hmm. Like the normal part of things is, you know, kind of just there's no there, we won't go back to that. Yeah. Um, this is our new normal. And I think too, a lot of people have been at home like shopping online and really putting emphasis on like what makes them feel good and for a lot of us it's clothes it's, you know um accessories perfume soaps like things that just like self-care stuff whatever that means for yeah. you so i think people have enough time to kind of research and figure out like what they like and kind of when they do go out you know a little being a little bit more bolder than they normally would at least that's kind of how i've been a little bit um so I think maybe that's something that we've adapted from like the 70s, it, you mm-hmm. know, that that era too. Um, people were wearing like lots of bell bottoms, frayed jeans, you know. Crop tops still. Crop tops, fitted shirt, like fitted t-shirts, like graphic t-shirts that were fitted. Mm-hmm. Um, like and cloggy even, shoes. I even saw like the matching sets like how we love matching sets nowadays but with prints and like crazy colors it's the same thing now like absolutely I love a matching set because I don't have to think too much about like when I'm gonna match everything back to (laughs) (laughs) it's like my favorite thing even jumpsuits like that's been around for a minute I mean I love a good jumpsuit you don't have to think about it yes for sure I was just proud, like, of the men for getting into it. Like, with the, the what, what were they call like, the rompers for men? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was spending hard for a hot minute. <laughs> it was. It yeah. was. Yeah. And even, like, nowadays I see in um, basketball, they wear, like, shorter shorts than yes. back in the 90s. It was, like, long, long shorts, yes. long jersey down to your knees. And it's like, it's getting shorter and shorter. And it's like, that's exactly what it was back back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And which is something like 10 years ago, we or even five years ago, we would have been like, oh, those are too short for men. Like it's so yeah. feminine. Yeah. But now, now it's become cool again. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I'm sure it's better to like do exercise in shorter and less clothing. Yeah perhaps right like I, don't know. <laughs> I mean when I if I go to the gym or I'm going on a walk or something like I actually do like wearing like biker like short biker shorts uh-huh or like even a crop top or like um a sports bra or something so which which fibers have been just like a staple in like I'm sure just like has trends change different cotton cotton okay cotton Cotton has evolved so much I mean when you first knit or weave certain fabrics you can only knit or you can only weave but cotton you can knit and you can weave it so 
with cotton, um, it has evolved so much. Mm -hmm. Like when you first, for instance, if you take like, you know, your cotton fiber and you knit or weave something together, let's take denim. Mm -hmm. Um, And also denim, you know, that's kind of like a newer construction, right? Like I think denim was discovered in like the late 1800s. Um, but it's not what denim is today. Um, and Levi was the first company to kind of push out denim. Um, but just think about before that, like even the eight earlier 1800s, all the dresses and even the men's with their button ups and their slacks and stuff like that was all cotton. Like they didn't really have much to work with. Mm. And then you think about cotton now, like there's so many things you can do to cotton to make, to change, like just to change the aesthetic of it. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to denim, you know, like Levi's or Wrangler. Um, those, that denim is not processed or washed and wash. There's two, wash means two different things. In this scenario, I'm saying wash as in a technique to break down the denim. And that's how you get like your skinny jeans and stuff like that. The ones that are a little bit more like, um, flexible, like, um, more spandex yeah okay so when you which these wash techniques take a lot you you know you've got to pay extra for that because it's more Mm -hmm. time you're you've got water you've got all these chemicals that you're adding to it and you're literally adding this to the fabric and you're washing it and that breaks down the fiber the cotton which makes it less rigid so with like wrangler and levi they don't really go through that st- all of those steps because that customer is generally like a farmer, someone who's going to use their denim, you know, and who's doing like manual work labor and their, their denim needs to withhold. Like there's no, it doesn't need to break down, you know, right. um, usually that denim lasts for like decades because it takes a lot to, um, to make it fall apart. Wow. So yeah, cotton is like amazing. Like just think about your cotton t-shirts, um, cotton underwear, all of that. Like that's all cotton and denim is cotton too, for the most part. Mm-hmm. And unless you're adding spandex, of course, um, elastane, same thing, but, um, yeah, like cotton's amazing and you can blend it with so many different things. It's not really cheap. So I like to say that cotton, the prices fluctuate like gas prices do. It's the only probably the only fiber that fluctuates like that from like a gasoline standpoint, from an oil standpoint. Um, so it might be, I mean, just depending on the, what the construction is, it could range from like a dollar 80 per yard to like $10 a yard, depending on, you know, what the construction is, but, um, no cotton is not necessarily cheap. It mm-hmm. goes back to my point about polyester. It just depends on how it's being oh, the construction. Yeah. Yeah. And like, honestly, like at the start of the pandemic, I thought I was a fashion designer. Like I thought I was the hottest mass sewer in Southeast Alabama. I was just stomping the Hobby Lobby with my cowboy boots, throw my fabric up there, so cut this up for me. And then she told me how much that polyester fabric was. I was like, girl, put that back. <laughs> I'm not paying for that. Give me something cheap. I'm going to make a filter. <laughs> that was like my first run into like, um, like you were like you're saying, like there's different blends with the fabric. And I was like, what kind of foolishness is this? 
<laughs> I'm just gonna protect the public and I'm gonna rob my pocket. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah. So like I completely uh, I agree. There are better polyesters out there. You just have to want to pay for them. Right. right. Yeah. And you gotta understand like what the construction is and what you're looking yeah. for. And then you start act adding all these other topical chemicals, like take mm. active wear, for example. Um, like workout, your our workout clothing. If you see on tags like new stuff like with Nikes, Lululemon or whatever, it'll say, Oh, it um doesn't retain moisture, it wicks away moisture, which means like the water or moisture, or whatever, is not absorbed through the fabric. It wicks it away, like it literally wow. rolls off wow. of the fabric. So that keeps you dry. And then you've mm -hmm. got which that adds on to your fabric cost. So now you've got a regular fabric, like a poly, which something like that would be a poly nylon blend. And then you're adding that. That's an extra, usually like dollar, dollar 10 on top of your fabric cost. Ooh. And then you're adding another topical finish, like um, antimicrobial or something like that. Like, you know, which is great for active because you're sweating. It's right. Smells. Yeah. Exactly. So you've got another property that's helping um, get rid of bacteria. So that adds on another like 80 cents. So when you go to Nike and Lulu, and there's all these other things that go into it as well, that makes mm -hmm. the price very expensive. And then you're like, man, it's a hundred dollars for this legging. Yeah. But hey, that legging, some of my Lululemon um, leggings I've had for like five years, six, yeah. seven years, and they're in excellent condition. So you paid a hundred, sometimes one twenty ish for a pair of leggings that you don't really have to rebuy. Yeah. So it's you worth it. it. Yeah. If you look and then yeah. think and then think about like our athletes, like as, I'm I'm sure that you know the the inspiration probably came from that too. Like, Hey, if we're in, including this in athletic wear, mm -hmm. what about the everyday person that's going to the gym? Like, why can't they have some of the same features? Yeah. Yeah. So, it really has been in the fashion though. Even like with them stepping out, going to the gym to like, yeah. <laughs> athletic wear. Athletic wear. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a whole fashion thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's it's good to like go to the gym, but then that doesn't mean you have to go home and change. Like you can still wear your outfit that you wore to the gym out mm -hmm. to get groceries or exactly do throughout the day. It's a it's good for like productivity. Yeah. Do what you gotta do. Exactly. That's why I'm like I've developed mostly fabrics for denim. I've done I've developed all fabrics, wovens knits wovens would be like denim is what are, are wovens like button-up shirts are wovens um slacks are wovens and then knits are sweaters t-shirts um some slacks some some shorts and stuff like that um denim is like a whole nother ball game like you you've got to have like people with denim experience and with a denim background, they're like a different caliber. Like it's, it's a, a it's too much. Um, and then you've got active developers too. So I've developed fabric for all of these, but it's interesting how like so many techniques at one time used to be only specific for one category. Mm -hmm. And now we're trying to like make them interchangeable because you liked it over here so why can't i have that same feature over here mm -hmm. capitalism exactly you know absolutely yeah i think 
athletes are like the new icons of you know it's it's not i mean they've all i feel like athletes for the most part have always been like iconic and certain you know like your michael jordan magic johnson like whatever but on a bit in a bigger um way now than ever before like all of the endorsements that they're um able to acquire at this point has really been you know sometimes their endorsements might be a lot more than what their contract is if not the same, which is a game changer, no pun intended, um, <laughs> in your career, you don't have to just rely on your contract, but now you've got all these other endorsements from, you know, from other companies that, um, utilize, you know, like your, your media presence to drive their sales. Yes. Fit checks. <clears throat> oh, I don't know what that is. Okay. Yeah. So like online, they stand in front of the camera and like, <laughs> and they like talk, talk about the brand of their shirt, their pants, and their shoes, and like they're just trying to like um imitate like the things are like that those celebrities at the sea. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the bracelets are from this. My shirt is from this. My pants. Yeah. Are from this. <laughs> and they like and every day I guess they'll do that like fit check. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've not seen that. <laughs> i'm not really on tiktok that much but yeah i just like tiktok for the like entertainment i just yes. i'm so entertained by tiktok i could spin it's hour. funny i follow an account i forgot the name of it but it's a new york account this fashion mm-hmm. girl mm-hmm. i think she goes to fit shout out to fit i went to fit um, but she literally does like what are in people what are people in New York wearing today? And that's the only account I follow. Okay. And it, I feel a little bit more in touch with the city now that I, I see what people are wearing <laughs> based on TikTok and not yeah. which is more fun because I'm like these influencers and celebrities, I'm just like not that is not to me. I can't name not one person that I'm like moved or inspired by. Like I find yeah. inspiration by through streetwear. Like I'll just Google, like I can't wait for New York Fashion Week and Paris Fashion Week. Cause I'll just Google like streetwear um, for Paris Fashion Week or streetwear for New York Fashion Week. And that is like what I think is the most like creative in my opinion. Okay. Yes. Yes. I love that TikTok, that TikTok uh that girl on tiktok too that's kind of like what it is like that's kind of like the fit check or whatever but it's okay yeah but she's like interviewing them or yeah and she's like random like i think a lot of times she's in soho and she's just randomly like recording people and they like you don't have to look so expensive or like Mm -hmm. labely to look great and i do miss about the city because like down here well when I say down here, I'm speaking about Atlanta. Like everyone's so label heavy. Yeah. But in New York, it's like, okay, the real fashionistas are the one who can throw some crap together and make it, it look looks like insane. Exactly. And these might be pieces that they've had for 15 years. Some yeah. stuff mm-hmm. that grandmother gave them, like maybe with a nice bag, you know. Right. But but even like the bags, like. I saw one one girl, she was wearing a Fendi bag, but it didn't even look like a Fendi. You know, like it didn't have the, 
it wasn't obnoxious with the F, but it had yeah. a job. But you, if you didn't know, if she didn't say that, I probably would have never guessed that it was Fendi. But it's just like, I guess they choose specific things that speak to them. Exactly. Emotional. So would you think, mm-hmm. so would you think those are the individuals that help, like, um, help the times repeat itself, I guess, when it comes to fashion? Like, how, like, there's more variety in those type areas, so then you... You get it, um, and like they buy more vintage pieces, I guess to say, or pieces, same pieces that like fit them and their personality. So would you say like they are the ones that like are, are causing like um, us to have a repeat of the 70s and 80s right now? It could be, yeah. I think too, like the designers of these companies are like uh-huh. everyday people, but they're yeah. typically very talented okay. and like, for my job, I have to work very closely with the designers and they're inspired by something that they remember wearing a long time ago. These are usually like for the good brands. These are very, very, very talented people. Like they can tell you what exact, like the names and terms of garments from way back when they'll just, oh yeah, I remember when they used to wear this and I really like that. And I'm just going to, you know, sketch something and make it modernize it a little bit, like make it more relative. Um, or they're inspired by something as simple as watching a movie Mm -hmm. or um magazine clippings or sometimes too we used to competitive shop i mean we still do that everybody does that see what your competitors are doing and how to make and how to you know go back to the office and figure out how to make it like one million times better if you can okay yeah so it's like but you know what also too what i've learned is that like society also and is influencing like these trends like whatever we're going through um yeah like anything like the pandemic wars um women's rights stuff like that if you notice like we're getting back more into like the feminine movement you know a little bit more like more Mm -hmm. pinks more dresses and skirts and heels and things like that like that's more and for some people of course I haven't that hasn't changed I'm saying like from a totality standpoint Mm -hmm. but if you think about like the art you know us fighting for women's rights and things like that like that's been a huge initiative and then to the whole yeah we're working and women have been back into well not back but joined the workforce in the 70s actually yeah but now it's been a thing like okay like we're all working all women for the most part are working or have some type of you know entrepreneur whatever we're all working right but then it's like okay we don't have to not be feminine like we can still be very feminine and work all day Yeah. yeah and I think also just like living in your what you want to do like what you want to wear like sometimes Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to equal like what you're presenting as like but Mm -hmm. it it just you know wear what you want to wear and that's okay too like it doesn't have to be what society deems as whatever yeah what's cool Mm -hmm. yeah like if you don't like in Atlanta it's like oh my god if you don't have a nice handbag you're not cool (laughs) <laughs> I mean it's like weird yeah I'm like well what if she doesn't care about like I mean she doesn't have to buy like a nice bag oh well she has the money yeah. too it's like okay well she like yeah. I, it's just weird to me yeah. <laughs> like, well that's the person 
Like that's people. I feel like people just need to learn to look beyond those things. But then, like you're saying, like it's like that whole little like culture they have there. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not to not to talk too much crap about Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Oh, I love Atlanta. It's just something I've noticed compared yeah. to New York. It's just an totally observation. <laughs> it's just an observation. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> And also, I might be a little biased to New York, but that's neither here or there. <laughs> like, New York is the greatest place on earth. <laughs> it is. New York is, there's nothing like New York, so. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Indy, so much for joining us. You've just been such a light and such a great conversationalist and we can't wait for our 90s 2000s 2010s episode in part two and um but before we kind of wrap up where can listeners find out more about bougie soul and just what you're up to every day yeah so you can follow bougie soul on instagram it's bougie b-o-u-j-i-e dot soul and that's the correct spelling of bougie. And um, you can follow on Facebook, Bougie Soul. Um, and then check me out online, thebougiesoul.com. Um, yeah, those are my handles. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. This podcast is powered by Pick Science. Wait, let's get some like a round of applause again. <laughs> Oh, nice. Is that like a game day hooray? Yeah, it's like crowds going wild or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I need like a beer keg now. <laughs> Maybe in the next episode we can have a drink, like have some drinks to get us going as well. Oh yeah, we'll just take the labels yeah. off. So for like yeah, take the labels off. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much again and um we'll see you soon thank you yeah i can't wait for part two <laughs>